Trey Songs, if you're not familiar with Trey Songs, Trey Songs is a R&B rap, uh, R&B singer who is basically turning into the next R. Kelly. Trey Songs denies beating woman in New York City. Police report was filed. Now, this dude has a horrible history of of just rape, nickname Trigger the Harass. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. No, Samo. <laughs> I put in my uh, I put in the video that I that I put on TikTok. I said Mr. Steal Your Girl. And then someone put in the chat, Mr. Beat Your Girl. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> That's fucked up. But it was very funny. Uh but it's horrifying. It's horrifyingly funny. I hope it means good luck. Yes. Um yeah. So, uh, Trey Song denies beating a woman in New York City. Police report has been filed. Now, again, Trey Song, let's just pull up. We've done this before again. Trey Song's list of accusations. Let's just pull this up. The many allegations against Trey Songs. And this is just the first. I don't don't know what screenshots is, but uh, let's look at this. Uh, I wish they just had a list. Can we just get a list? So, so here's the recent rate. So he was acquitted on on rape, um, with what seems, with what seems like a reoccurring news of the alleged sexual assaults committed by Trey Songs. I am forced to repeatedly relive it in my mind and suffer anew the long supposed horror and unbearable PTSD of my rape by his very hands at the well-known Las Vegas hotel. Again, he was found acquitted for this. Uh, he was acquitted for this back in April, I believe. Um, so, you know, that's a, a accused rape uh, of Dylan Gonzalez. In a recent lengthy post on social media, Dylan wrote, uh, wrote about the post-traumatic... Ser- yes, yeah, we got that. In a sincere expression of solidarity with other victims of sexual assault, Gonzalez empathetically wrote, I stand with you and encourage all those who have suffered a, a, suffered abuse to speak out and come forward. Um, yeah, that's terrible. You know, and you got away with it, but, you know, in the court of law, he was acquitted, so... Fine. But there are other court cases that are still pending on him. Uh, here's Kiki Palmer. One of the most notable notable allegations made against songs is actress Kiki Palmer claims back in 2017, she stated that she he used sexual intimidation to force her appearance in the music video for the remix Pick Up the Phone, despite continuous refusal. She said she was so scared that she actually hid in the closet while waiting for her Uber. Songs used the footage of her for the video anyways, which is very weird. That is a strange occurrence there. I mean, I'm not trying to discount what she's saying and her fear and her feelings. But what's sexual intimidation? Like, what does that mean? What is, what is sexual intimidation? She's says she did not consent to be in Trey Song's music video, but yes, she got into the Uber. So... Again, I don't want to discount this woman's feelings. People can change their mind. Things happen. But this is, you know, this stands out as like, mm, that's a little weird. 
If she was really scared, then she should have contacted the authorities or... See, I don't know what that means, sexual intimidation. Let me see. When Trey Songz released the video for Pick Up the Phone remix, Kiki Power found an unpleasant surprise. Kiki, who makes a quick appearance in the video while seemingly taking selfies on a couch, says she did not consent to being in the video and was filmed in secret. In a series of Instagram posts, Kiki said her longtime friend Trey pressured her uh, to the point of extreme anxiety, even using sexual intimidation to get her to do the video. What does that mean? Uh, mom boy trigger out here, being a lion king, walk around like Scar with his sexual intimidation. Morby! What's up, friend? Good to see you. Um, hey, Morby, I opened the show with you singing Hot Boy Summer. So I just want you to know that. Nick, what's going on? Happy Monday. We're here. The gang's all here. Uh, according to her post, Kiki said that when she went to a party in Miami that Trey was throwing since she's known him since she was 12. When she got, uh, got to go party, Kiki said that it was actually a video shoot for Trey's song and people started pressuring her to make an appearance. Because she was under the influence, Kiki said she didn't feel comfortable being in the video and making a business deal since she had just showed up for a party. Eventually, Kiki said the pressure became so much that she got overwhelmed and hid in the closet. Okay, so again, we're not going to discount her feelings here because that's, you know, that's wild. If, 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 at, if at any point a woman feels uncomfortable and they don't want to do something and you pressure, like, that's just too much. And the same way it goes for dudes too, right? If, if someone's uncomfortable with the situation in general, it's not cool to keep pressuring people. So, you know, I get it. I get it. You know, not discounting it. It just it sounds a little weird, but I'm not going to discount it. Um... Uh-oh, she checks Wendy Williams. What all that happened? Well, you know, because you done told everybody, especially, okay? But I don't want to keep Rob being that one situation. But exactly, I will say, Wendy, I would have loved to turn on your show and saw you be a little bit more compassionate and less accusatory and ridiculous. I couldn't. I Why, couldn't. girl? Because well, the gag is you wasn't there. Well, but... <laughs> but, but, but... <laughs> Wendy Williams, okay. Wendy Williams is funny. Wendy Williams slams Kiki Palmer. Trey songs. I want to see that video. Where, where, what did she say? Uh, slams Kiki slams her. Kiki Palmer gives Wendy Williams a verbal smackdown. Old clip resurfaces. Schooling. Shuts Wendy Williams up on her own show. Hmm. Uh, when it when it when it comes to Trey songs and essay, just watch. Okay, let's just we'll go to the stupid Facebook post. So this is the longer version of this. So let's hear what her response is. Yeah. Um. So Trey songs used you in a song, and you tell the rest and what all had happened. Well, you know because you done told everybody, especially. Okay. But I don't want to. I keep Rob being that one situation, but I will say, Wendy, I would have loved to turn on your show and saw you be a little bit more compassionate and less accusatory and ridiculous. I couldn't. I Why, couldn't. girl? Because well, the gag is you wasn't there. Well, oh, in your face, but, Wendy Williams. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. We all know these days that singers, you know, and to save money, all you do is throw a house party. That's true. And roll the camera. But is it right? 
It's not. It's normalized, and that's my problem. That, like, forget about right. what you're saying to me. The thing is, is we're then telling girls that it's okay for them to be in weird and awkward and, you know, potentially a sexually harassing environments. Right. And they should endure it and not say nothing about it. That's why I said something about it, because it's like, look, it happens to me, too. Okay, so... It happens to all of us. Just because I'm in Hollywood doesn't mean we don't... We all, but, as women, endure that. But it... So... I agree with Kiki Palmer there. Like, if uh, if uh, if if a woman or anybody feels uncomfortable in a certain situation, they do not want to be a part of it. Like, you don't have a right to film them. I, you know, did she did she make this up? I don't know. You know, I I'm not accusing her of that. I'm not. I wouldn't say anything like that. But I'm all with that. Like, anybody who feels uncomfortable in a situation, and even if you are, you know in a place where they're shooting a music video and you don't want to be a part of it and you're intoxicated and you're starting to feel pressured and you start feeling uncomfortable and icky and people are kind of like, you know, putting the moves on and you're not really feeling it. Listen, no, it's just a, a, a hands down. No. Um, sorry, but she trying to make my boy trigger sound like <laughs> this is Halloween and she's Jamie Lee Curtis hiding in closets. Even a little Nas X broke out of those. She got to stop with it. <laughs> Bro, I'm trying to take Wendy Williams' spot out here. Uh, Wendy can shut it, shut it most of the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, it, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying because again, I'm looking at it from what? How how tall is Kiki Kiki Palmer? How how much does Kiki Palmer weigh? What? Like maybe a buck oh five? Was she like five two? You know what I mean? Now, how big am I? I'm like 250 pounds. I'm like 6'1", okay? Imagine the people around her. I, I just I just tried to put myself in, in a young woman's shoes because ladies are very small and compared to like a big gut. Like me just slapping her back could like knock her unconscious or something. Just be like, oh, Kiki Palmer, what's up? You know, not like hitting her, but like just, you know, just like a back slap. I could do that to my homie. Right? But, but this, she's like 25 pounds. She's like two foot one, 22 fucking ounces. Like she's, she's nothing of, you know, like she's nothing. So I just look at it as like, man, you're surrounded by these big brawny dudes. And I'm sure these, oh man, I don't know why my fucking mouse keeps coming uh, undetected and detected on the computer all the time, but it's pissing me off. I just imagine people who are in those shoes being, you know, a young woman in a strange environment, maybe she did get anxiety. Maybe she was fucking anxious. And maybe she has anxiety. She, I'm sh she's in Hollywood. They, anyone in Hollywood has mental fucking issues. Okay, so I get it. I completely get it. I, I mean, I'm not a woman. I can't say I get it from that perspective, but I get it from someone who has looked at, looked up at someone who was way massively, much more robust than me, telling me to shut the fuck up and do what I say, because that's happened. I mean, not in prison or anything. I never had anxiety until something happened. Oh, Morby, I'm sorry to hear that. That's fucking horrible. What a fucking horrible thing to do, somebody, is just impose anxiety onto them. And man, like I feel like you know, in my younger days, I've I've, I've been in bad situations, bad relationships. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, we we traumatized each other. 
but I still feel bad about those things, you know, like it's still bad that that happened, you know, especially being drunk and high on drugs all the time. Those, those kind of situations suck to be in, especially if you're in a relationship and stuff. So, you know, to all the girls I've hurt before, uh, you know, uh, that's, that sucks. My apologies. It's terrible. Uh, but it's, uh, but yeah, that's terrible, Morby. But, you know, I don't, there's no but to that. Let's just stop it there. It's terrible. Anyways, going back to the list. Okay. So, um, non-consensual urination on women. Okay. We're just going through Trey's thing because Trey, uh, Trey songs is being accused of, uh, of, uh, brutally brutalizing a woman in New York city. So I do, we, we will get back to that story, but this is this is uh this is just sort of the things we've gone through this list before too, so we won't stay on it too long. Kiki Palmer could have easily left, and she hid out in the closet like a horror movie. She had every right to leave, but she chose not to. Mm, yeah, that I mean that's true, but it, she was intoxicated too. You know, she wasn't in her right mind. Fear, fear does things that are weird. Like this, like uh, like that Black China girl who was, like, trying to sex traffic um, a TikToker. You know, she went over there trying to, you know, collab with Black China, and Black China gets drunk and calls some wild-ass person, and they're, like, talking about how much she's worth and stuff, you know what I mean, on the phone. And, and she's, like, scared, but she doesn't know. And she tries to leave, but she intimidates her. Black China intimidates her. And so... It's not hard to intimidate. If someone's bigger and aggressive than you, it's not hard to intimidate them, right? It's not hard to intimidate someone into sort of, you know, doing what you want to do. It, it's, it's actually, you know. So so I, I feel what you're saying, Samo, and that's why when I went into it, I was like, eh, this is kind of, uh. But, you know, when you hear it from Kiki Palmer and you hear it, and you and you try to put yourself in in the position of a young woman who's like twenty two ounces and you know two one and twenty two ounces. You know, I'm at work, but I'm sneak listening. Bon bon. Hello. Thank you for sneak listening. I appreciate you, friend. I hope you're doing okay. Uh, I hope you had a good trip the other day. <laughs> uh, anyways, so non consensual urination on women, like okay. Uh, it, I, I, I'm 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 not a big fan of Trey Songs, anyways. Honestly, he's not great to me. Raina loves him. Raina told me that they marketed him as a wholesome singer, a wholesome singer, which is really weird. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, did you guys hear about Brendan Fraser getting his flowers finally? Because he was uh, blacklisted from getting essayed by some fucking creep. Uh, in Hollywood, it was good. I had to sit in the dark because it was too much. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do that. I'm a professional sneak. Uh, anyways, let's see what the hell this is. This is terrible. In August 2020, Songs was also accused of urinating on a woman without her consent and letting her leave his hotel room. Uh, the woman named Eliza OnlyFans model. Mustard, uh, OnlyFans model and friend of socialite Selena Powell appeared on the popular No Jumper podcast on uh, August 13, 2020 in Powell with Powell. Uh, the two shared the stories with host Adam 22 
and uh, talking about instances of sexual encounters she had with famous stars. During the podcast, Eliza said, I got peed on too. I didn't know. I didn't know what happened. He just did it, adding, he's psycho. He took my phone and my purse away for like a whole day, held it over the balcony, and was like, bitch, if you try to leave, I will drop this shit. Songs denied it. I usually stay quiet on this, and this is Trey Song's response on Twitter. It says, I usually try to stay quiet uh, on this, but I feel that in many ways, the movement to fight for the women who actually have suffered harassment and abuse on various levels has been hijacked by those who find it convenient for themselves to come up as they seek to destroy someone's life. Now, again, if it's like one accusation, you know, and, and it's they let it go and, and you know, I mean, because one like one rape is bad and fuck you go to jail you go to jail now fuck off right but if he's acquitted and they've you know and he you know he suffered his the loss of his career and stuff then i get then then yeah you can look past that and you can try to move on and we can try to like you know accept him and bring him back into the fold but this motherfucker has like 10 or 11 accusations after a certain amount of times homeboy is fucking guilty of something you know what I mean? And people want to keep making excuses for, for cats like Trey Songs because they're fans. Which, again, like, which later on the show, I'm going to make excuses for Chris Brown because I'm a fan. <laughs> but anyways, but that, that's the fucking wild thing about human bias and, 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 and how we'll, uh, we'll look past certain things because you believe in someone or something you know you'll look past certain facts uh and just say fuck it you know uh her name is black china that wasn't a sign that she's exporter importer i know what it is i don't know what it is oh yeah she's an exporter she she's done it she's gotten caught a couple times um let's see isn't black china affiliated with the kardashians somehow i yeah i believe so why are rich people scummy power corrupting them yeah i think that's the thing morby i think power corrupts money equals power and power corrupts if you let it go your head you surround yourself with people who just agree with you and say everything you're doing is right if you don't have someone to ground you in life you just come untethered and you just go with what 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 happens and and there's a certain uh, and there's a certain mentality that comes with like elite rich people where where they sort of lose connection with people with normal regular people who are working every day has a job has you know has to worry about bills and you know where are they gonna the babysitter's sick where we're we gonna drop off the kids for you know why we go to work it's it's fucking there's so many stresses uh, that they have no connection to anymore and. and even if you come from that, you still forget about it. I heard this story that Michael Jackson called um, Chameleon Air. Um, Chameleon Air wanted to buy a jer- uh, bought a jersey at a charity event uh, for $7,000, a Michael Jordan jersey, and then tried to go get a picture with Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan says, no, I don't, I, I don't take pictures with N-words. Like saying that he was just some regular dude that he ain't gonna fuck with you know like under beneath him is how the way that it was phrased 
um, at least the way Chameleon Air tells the story. And he was like, you know, blown away. And, you know, people were like, yo, Mike, that's Chameleon Air. And he's like, I don't give a fuck who it is. Because he's just like, fuck you. Michael Jordan wasn't didn't come up rich. And, and they played that, that clip from uh, Oprah where um, she was being like, your father was murdered. Your father was murdered. Which, Oprah, what the fuck? Where, where's your bedside manner? Uh, but it was wild because he just sat there stone-faced. He's like, you know what? He's gone. Doesn't matter how he died. He's just gone. So there is a certain, uh, there is a certain mentality that comes with that sort of power. You just sort of lose touch. You start looking at people as commodities and not really humans, right? And it's like, how can you serve me? How, how, how do you bring me stuff that I want? That is what you are. You're a conduit to the things I want. You are not a person. You are not a face. Don't look me in the eye, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, let's catch up with that. Uh, I'm going to take from, from something that's already created, believe all black men, especially the ones that can sing JK. <laughs> Listen, believe everybody, believe everyone who makes these claims until there's evidence to not believe them. I mean, because these are real claims and to sit there and be like, you know, anybody who brings up a claim um, shouldn't be listened to because some people lie. It's just like a terrible way of going about it. It's like, yeah, you should definitely believe people uh, until there's evidence to not believe people. And like, you know, with Trey Songs, there's a lot of fucking evidence to believe that he is not some wholesome dude. I still can't believe that he was marketed as a wholesome singer. Like, I don't get it. Um, yeah, Rob's her baby daddy. Rob, uh, okay, thank you, uh, Samo. Rob Kardashian, but I don't understand how he doesn't have full custody of their kids. Yeah. I'm sorry, by Trey Songs. Don't have the disorga fee to get this type of treatment. Isn't he black himself? <laughs> Yeah, well, people are turning on Trey now, right? Like, people are going through it. Uh, domestic violence, more strange patterns with bodily fluids. Song's alleged misconduct with Eliza is not the only time bodily fluids have been appeared in headlines alongside his name. In March 2021, without care for COVID-19 pandemic ravaging the world, the singer was caught on video spitting in the mouths of two fans. <laughs> what the <laughs> All right, we got to see this. Hold on. Is there a video of <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, uh, the volume. Hold on. Look look at <laughs> it's Oprah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me make sure this ain't fun. I don't want to get kicked off here. Oh, there's nothing here. Okay. Whatever. Get out of here, Oprah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so songs uh, songs recently addressed an alleged sex tape leaked by a fan posting two photos of himself with a confused look on his face while staring into a smartphone wearing a hat that says, Ho's mad. Ho's <laughs> <laughs> <I was> mad. <laughs> so wait, that's that. There's like... Oh, this is, this is not the... Okay, so domestic violence... Uh, it, okay, like it, it's like the guys who have to repeat all the time that they're nice or a funny guy, narrated voice, they aren't. <laughs> He's nice. 
I'm nice. I'm funny. I'm, I'm a nice guy. And it's like, ugh. are you trying to convince other people or yourself? Um, if you're nice or funny or wholesome, your actions will show it. Yes. And this is not very action. This is not very wholesome actions. So we have DV and I'm just going to skip through a lot of this. Oh, but wait, there's so much more. Uh, songs found himself in hot water in multiple other occasions, uh, other occasions, the myriad of proceedings date back as far as 2012 when an assault charge was put forward against him by a woman, uh, named uh, Donna McIntosh Anu. Oh, I don't know how to say that. According to McIntosh, songs threw a wad of cash at her face outside of a strip club in Queens, New York, uh, which gave her a black eye. The singer was charged with, oh my God, misdemeanor assault. So he was actually a charge several times with all this stuff in December of 2017. Another incident involving his song, which is fucked up to throw a wad of cash at someone's face. But at the end of the day, she got a wad of cash. Uh, okay, not good. Uh, I'd take a wad of cash in exchange for a black... <laughs> right, how much is... You gotta think, it's probably like a real big wad of cash if it's gonna fuck somebody up like that. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you get you get to get cash at the end of the day. And then she got probably sued him for more money, too. Which, you know what, fuck you, you don't... That's fucking... That's horrible to do to somebody. It's demeaning, first of all, and it's fucking assault. And uh, even though there's money involved, it's not cool. It's not cool. But I, I get what you're saying, Bon Bon. I get what you're saying. I mean, I would have been like, oh, oh, shit, that's mine. Thank you, Trey Song. Thank you, Trey. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Steve, girl. Thank you so much. Oh, Jesus, I better put ice on this. I'm going to go buy a bunch of ice with, like, 10K that just got whipped at my face. But that's me. Again, two, t- 6 one, 250 right? That's different. We're talking about probably a small, skinny little stripper who fucking is, like, anorexic and fucking, you know, two foot tall. It's like... Yeah, I, I just, we gotta, like, step outside of ourselves sometimes and just be like, well, fuck, it's like this tiny little person who got fucked up by this grown-ass man who works out. Obviously, have you seen his abs? Have you seen his abs? He has beautiful abs. Uh, yes, there are better ways to receive a water cat. Yeah, like, here you go. Thank you for all your services. Who knows what she did for him? But whatever it was, there was an exchange involved. Pay the lady and be on your way, sir. Uh, I want to go to the strip clubs you've gone to with two feet tall anorexic little stripper. I'm just saying, I'm just being, I'm just exaggerating. But no, the last strip club I went to was in Austin, Texas, and it fucking fucked with me. It's just, I hate the strip club. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that. I don't like, I just don't like it. it. It makes me very uncomfortable. In December, and Raina got mad at me because I wasn't tipping any of the strippers. She's like, you guys went to the strip club and didn't tip the fucking strippers? You know, that's their job, bro. Like, that that's how they make their money. I'm like, I'm not trying to, like, stare at some fucking, you know, like, it's uncomfortable for me. I don't like it. Maybe I should have tipped a little bit, but I don't, it's uncomfortable. See? And I left. I left. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm just—it's bothering me a little bit. Tits for tips. That's right. Titties for the bitties. 
I know, Morby. I'm a terrible John. Okay, I'm a terrible John. Uh, in December 2017, another incident involving songs taking place in the street. Oh yeah, okay. We we just read that. Oh wait, no. Female fan suing. Okay, which resulted in a female fan suing the singer. She claimed that after attempting to take a picture in a car park, he allegedly slapped her phone out of her hand. And into her face caused her glasses to break. Well, see, that's fucked up, too. According to Complex, Songs was also said to have hit women, uh, hit a woman's car in New York City during an argument and promptly fled the scene. So, okay, it's just, it's just accusation after accusation. And again, I get that some, some might be just some made up bullshit. (laughs) Terrible John. Yes. Uh, I, I get that some of it might just be made up, but... Once you get past a certain amount of numbers of accusations, it's not just this poor guy who is in a position of power is just always getting accused of things. Like Bill Cosby. You you know, after maybe one or two, yeah, maybe, but it's like 75, right? And the motherfucker's out walking around. That dude should be dying in prison. He has some very funny records, though. Um, okay, so let's get back to our original thing here. So now here we are up to speed today. Um, and so Trey Songs is on the police radar in New York after a woman claims he brutalized her last month, a claim he's calling BS on. Of course, he's denied every single one of these. Um, NYPD sources tell us alleged victim filed a report in late October claiming Trey punched her in the face repeatedly while inside a bowling alley bathroom. By the way, this is one thing that me and Samo sort of were, were talking about. It was like, why does shit always go down at the fucking bowling alley? <laughs> Why, why, why are, uh, do, do just black men need to stay away from the bowling alley? Is that, it's just how it is. Does black men need to stay away? The baby's beating up Danny Lee's brother fucking at the bowling alley. Takeoff gets murdered. Trey over here. I I mean, just, just stay away from the, just stay away from the bowling alleys, y'all. Uh, uh, (laughs) I can just hear him say, get a job, Grouch, as he walks away. <laughs> yes. Um, you know what? I, I'm not. It's just an uncomfortable situation. Dog food acquired. I'm back. Yes. Uh, are you about to eat, Naders? You about to get, get down? That was a bad joke. Poorly delivered. Bon appetit. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> bon, bon. With the save. What? Bon Bon with the save. I had a terrible joke. Good times at the bowling alley. Yeah. Boing is for the whites, okay? (laughs) Obviously, black people can't go to the bowling alley without something horrible happening. Uh, That sounds horribly racist, doesn't it? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean it like that. I, I meant... Okay. We're moving on. The munchies aren't that bad yet. You'll get there. Yes, twinsies. Okay. Uh, NYPD sources. Okay, we read that. Uh, oh, yeah. So he, he repeatedly punched her in the face in the bowling alley bathroom. And then we're told she also alleges that T.S. Uh, dragged her by her hair and that she was taken to the hospital for what cops noted were visible minor injuries. Now, I'm looking at this guy. I mean, he's not huge, but he is shreddy. 
right? I don't know. If if someone's getting repeatedly punched in the face, I would think that there would be more than just minor injuries. But who knows? Maybe he throws like a bitch, you know? Who knows? Um, our sources say, and I'm not trying to discount her claim at all, everybody. I'm just saying like that 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 sticks out to me. That a red flag goes up when I hear that, right? Minor injuries after he brutally punched you in the face a bunch of times. That doesn't, you know what I mean? There's like a cognitive dissonance there. But we'll find out as time goes on. Our sources say that the say the woman is a worker at the establishment, but is unclear uh, what might have precipitated this. So what even made this happen? Why did he just start beating the shit out of this girl, this worker? Um, there's not much. There's not much context beyond her account. So that's that's a pretty important sentence there. There, there. That means that there's no witnesses, right? So there's no witnesses. It's just her saying that Trey Songs beat the shit out of her in a in a bathroom. So again, who knows? But we're not going to say she's lying because. We, we don't say people are lying until there's evidence to say that they're lying. Like fucking Amber Heard. How much evidence? And there's still people like, well, we stand with Amber. We stand with her. And I'm sure that was a terrible relationship, but fuck, bro. Uh, we're good at golf. We're good at the golf course. We're good at the swimming pool side by the... Uh, Side by the bowling alley, any game that deals with getting strikes, rappers need to stay away from. Because, <laughs> yo, especially in California, because three strikes and you're out over there, son. Uh, <laughs> it is awesome, though, that there's like, I love seeing like rappers out the golf, <laughs> golf course just smoking blunts and shit. That shit is so tight. <laughs> Imagine all the like uptight fucking rich people walk. Oh my, are they smoking a marijuana cigarette? <laughs> oh lordy, that shit makes me giddy. Um, so yeah, uh, she, the only account of this is just that she's saying it. That's the only thing she said it happened, and there's a police report, and there was minor injuries, so. You know, uh, our sources say the woman recognized Trey and identified him by name to the police after the fact. Oh, my God. This one is terrible, too. This is this is horrible. Uh, in any case, we're told there is now an active case for this and the cops are interested in talking to Trey at the very least. This is certainly not the greatest news for him, considering other allegations hurled at him for the past few years. An NYPD spokesperson confirms that TMZ uh, to TMZ that the investigation into this is ongoing. As we as TMZ has reported before, Trey was sued for rape recently, but the case was dismissed over a statute of limitation. Okay, so the 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 case was dismissed because it was just happened too long ago. So ugh. Uh, I could go for a joint right about now. All I got are road so sodies. Uh, oh, road sodies. <laughs> well, you, you gotta do what you get. You gotta, gotta make do with what you got, Naders. Gotta make do with what you got, buddy. This is not an endorsement for road sodas, friends. Um, you have a cigar. I have blunts. New culture exchange of etiquette. The golf course. Yeah, and you know what? I, it's going to be fucking... Soon they're going to be passing them back and forth. Well, maybe not after COVID, but... 
you know, it brings people together eventually. You know, eventually there's just no denying that that uh, you know people are here to stay. People are people are coming together. People are, are mixing in. You know, uh, and and fuck it, and fuck the people who don't want to accept that. So this is fucked up. I, we've seen this before. Look, he exposes her boob. So, so she's laughing, having a good time. She's surrounded by a celebrity, but this is embarrassing. And this got on the internet, and this is her breast out on the internet forever now. Like, she's forever known as the girl who got sexually harassed. Titty in the open! I mean, who doesn't like titties, but consensual titty grab, please. Please. Please, Mr. Songs, can we get some consent here? Uh, uh, you have, uh, yeah, gotta love living off the back roads. Yeah, baby. Yeah. It's where, it's where the, it's where Johnny Law doesn't go very often. Uh, he's also being accused of, uh, being violent with people, including women in the past. Mitchell Schuster, Trey's legal rep, tells TMZ a source close to the investigation informs us that Trey Songs has been cooperative with authorities and expects that when all the evidence is renewed or reviewed, he will be exonerated. This is another instance of those involved try to blame the celebrity with hopes of getting fame and riches. See, again, again. I mean, that's such a dismissal of her claims, which then he's a lawyer and that's what his job is to do is sort of get this dismissed. But still, it's I can see that being the case the first time. OK, maybe depending on what it is. But you have like he's out here pissing on people. OK, he's out there grabbing titties like it's a video of him grabbing titties. There was no consent there. Like, hey, excuse me, ma'am. Can I grab your titty and expose it to the public right now? No, there wasn't. And of course, that would ruin the surprise, but still, it's not a great surprise. Watch this. this they're know. children. I felt like it was an agreement. We're going to work from 12 to 4, and then we would not work. The 12 to 4 was a schedule that we came up, but it was based on, on you. Look at there, look at Kurt Hammett's face. He's like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> Which okay, so he's bitching because they were planned to work from twelve to four, and I can just say right now, a band like Metallica, twelve to four, four hours in the studio. You you spend an hour just getting set up. It's just it's not a putting parameters on the creative process like that. Is like the guarantee, a guaranteed death of the creative process. But here we go. It's based on us. I know. It's See, based I don't on want it based on me. If it's based on me, I don't want it. What does Look that it. mean? It's just so it means we should great. all agree upon it and stick to that. Oh yeah, and this guy over here, that guy who's the bald dude with the the jazzy shirt on. This dude is a like a, a psychologist or something. He is the biggest d bag in the like. He is literally like besides James Hetfield, this guy over there, just the worst. That's all. Then why have an agreement? Why? Why are you have an agreement? I mean, if it's it's a project that we're all working on collectively, <laughs> when I leave, work. Uh. 
done on it. That part bothers me. Well, then don't fucking leave, jackass. You know, is the only way of avoiding that Look, is agreeing with guy. you. And that's just, I can't, that's what I can't get my head around. If we just sit there, of course, James, you throw the rule out, we all just blindly agree to it. Okay, 401, you're out the door, everybody's happy. But it's just not that fucking simple. Mm -hmm. I gotta tell you, dude, it's pretty difficult to respect a four o'clock thing when you show up at 12.25 and he shows up at 12.35. It's, it starts right there, okay? And okay. It's sort of, I don't know, it just becomes difficult, you know, when it's not a two-way thing. You know, you didn't say, you didn't apologize when you came in. You didn't say anything. You just came, showed up at 12.25. What you say? Like, the, these guys are millionaires over and you know, like just so rich right like the, all of these guys are just beyond rich and they're sitting and, and and they're sitting there having these childish ass conversations M meanwhile james hetfield's trying to get sober and he's going to aa meetings and that's his whole problem i can only work from 12 to 4 it's like bitch if you can't get here if you can if you can't get here even on time and then you got to leave at four o'clock for your shitty AA meeting, you can figure out other meetings. You can figure out other things like th they're working. I think this album, what was this album they were working on? Hold on. Let me see what the album was. Um, is it some kind of monster? Um, what was it? Yeah. Uh, God, it's so stupid. It only made $2 million at the box office. What a flop. What a freaking flop. Um, some kind of... So, St. Anger. I believe they're making St. Anger here. And which is... Not a, it's not a great album. It's not great. I mean, they haven't had a great album since, what was it, Injustice for All. I mean, I know everyone points to the Black Album, but in the Black Album is good, but it was such a departure from what they did. Uh, I remember seeing a... a let's, I, I want to watch this whole documentary. Let's just watch a little more, and then we'll go. It's on late. Yeah, that's so funny coming from you. Oh! Really but thanks. Huh? What do you mean? I've never heard him say that once in 20 years. What? Sorry I'm late. For all the billions of times you were late. You guys have issues. That you, but you guys have a long list of issues that you guys need to go through. It seems to me like there is a lot of history that you guys need to work out. You know, I almost feel like a science project right now, you know, it's like I walk out of here and I feel it, you know, oh, so how did it go today with, you know, the project, the guy, you know, I don't like that. Who's thing. saying that? I don't know. I'm just, I'm assuming. That's in that's your head. You fucking, it's not okay. Good just, you know, no, nobody, saying that, but I, nobody wants to hear from fucking, no one wants to hear from rich rock stars complaining about, oh, the process is so hard with these guys. Look, I get it that the, it, I know how it is to be in a band with someone that you 
don't really like it. That's been a long time since that's ever happened. That's happened to me. But it, 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 it's like, man, at this point, they're so deep. They can't really walk away without blowing up the band. And then there's all kinds of legal issues that ensue. So it's so ridiculous. Chewing loudly compilation. <laughs> we won't do that to Rada. Um, okay. And then, uh, let me see. So, and they also, in this documentary, they hired Jason Trujillo, Trujillo, uh, the, the new play bassist, who is a fantastic bass player. He's a fucking phenomenal bass player, actually. Um, we should listen. Wait, what? Uh, hold on. Um, Lars, it sounds stock. Let's see. Look at it's a little stock. This it's so um, funny. What I'm hearing is, is a, let's use my words carefully here. Um it's pretty straightforward. And the guitar shit, it's you know, it's a little stock. <laughs> it's a little stock. Oh shit, that shit's hilarious though. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Being in a band is serious. It's serious. Bon Bon, what's going on, G? Um, it's a little stock. It's stock. Look at this. <laughs> they have the worst fills. <laughs> oh, somebody put together the worst Lars Allerich fills. He, Lars is not a great guitar or drummer. He's not. He gets more credit than he deserves. They they just shit that up. See. Here's his worst fills. <laughs> boom, boom. It's not terrible. He's. <laughs> he does play. He does play like a beginner. But you know what? He's pocket. He's a pocket player. He's stock. What the fuck is that? It's not terrible. I mean, it's not horrible. It's not like he's fucking up the whole thing. How you doing, Bon Bon? I hope you're doing well. We're just watching some Metallica be... Metallic. Metallica. Alright, next. Let's see the... Ta -ta 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 -ta. Look at him licking around. You will proceed. Dude, he plays like he plays like so rusty. He is so like he plays like he, every time he plays, he plays like he hasn't played his drum set in like three months. Like it, it literally. Boss is away this week, so I'm extra lazy. Uh, went in late and home. <laughs> yes, Bon Bon. That's how you do it. What? Yeah! Uh, that's amazing, Bon Bon. You, you deserve it. You deserve it. How am I doing? Well, my family got me sick, so I'm starting to get sick. 
and I haven't had a day off in what feels like three years. And uh, but I'm doing fantastic. I'm really happy uh, to to be, uh, you know, doing things and able bodied. But it it's it, it it does stink a little bit that I'm getting sick. So that's about it, though. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks, fam. Uh, my son got Saucy got sick and then got Raina sick. Saucy also got his cousins sick. His cousins out from California. He got them sick, um, and then uh, now he's all well and jumping around and, and happy and, and life is good. And, and now Raina's getting over her sickness, and now I'm starting the cycle. If you can hear it, my voice is a little scratchy. So it's a little annoying, but it's okay. It's okay. We're just, we, I mean, it's not as bad as these uh, chicken soup. Yo, I'm ready. Uh, it's not as bad as these these fills though. These these Lars Ulrich fills. These are pretty terrible. Look, where are they practicing? They they're fucking multimillionaires and they're practicing in some like shithole. It looks like a place that a band that I would be in would practice. Not like Metallica. <laughs> Look at them go. Annoyed Kirk face. <laughs> He's playing all terrible. Out of tempo. <laughs> For real. And look at that drum set. That looks like it's from 1982. Upgrade your shit, Lars Ulrich. I'm sorry. I'm just sitting here shitting on Lars Ulrich. I just don't like him. I don't like them. I don't like them. I love the band. I don't like the band members. Nader Tater, welcome to the fun. We're we're. Uh, I'm just clowning on Metallica because that. Why not? <laughs> they, they need they need a kick in the nuts once in a while. Um, Mar Lars stews in his anger. <laughs> Did you take all the soul and the life out of the track in the last no. hour? The soul and the life in this track will always be there. It's the worst piece of shit we've ever done, and it's not leaving. <laughs> like you and Drake. We'll put it. Um, what's we'll, it what's we'll get a new category over. We'll, hold on. What did you say? We'll put it. Um, what's we'll, it? We'll, we'll get a new category over. We'll call it. The soul and the life in this track will always be there. It's the worst piece of shit we've ever done, and it's not leaving this room. We'll put it, um, What's we'll, it, we'll get a new category over it, we'll call it, uh, D-O-L, Devoid of Life, and we'll just put each song up there every time we work on it. See? I, I would interpret that as going forward into this phase of the, of the Listen, music. I hate this it guy. it involves making decisions about what to keep and what not to keep. The concern about That's the good, yeah. Let's spend some more time taking away from the few hours we have a day to make music by talking about psycho babble bullshit. <laughs> The spoiled ass rock stars yelling at their therapist. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, 
This is such a good movie. Um, it's it's the most unintentionally hilarious documentary since Grizzly Band. Uh, I re-sprained my ankle working. Oh, Jesus. I'm, you know what, Naders? I, my family got me sick, so we're basically twinsies. Um, uh, no, that's that's such a bummer. What do you do for work? Uh, he, he sprains his ankle. He's a professional sprainer. Sprainer? Spranger? Jerry Spranger. Um, I, I do have to, I, I do, I do enjoy him talking shit to his therapist only because the therapist is such a, uh, a fucking, just a tool bag. Look at him. And he's just, he just eats loudly. Swing. What did he say? What did he say? I'm much happier when you're not in here. <laughs> I'm much happier when Oh, his name I can sit here and stew in my anger and my frustration and my hatred all by myself. Who do you hate, Lars? Swanger. Still on this fucking psycho babble horseshit. <laughs> no, like Peter Mentor saying. Hold on, hold on. And then he's wiping his fucking fingers off on the leather couch? Like, what a dick. This is how far removed from, from like, uh, a normal life they are. They, that he can just sit there and talk shit about the therapist that they are paying. First of all, they're paying. He's paying for this therapist. And then he's going to sit there and wipe his fucking thing. And he just chews so loudly. He makes me look terrible. I remodel houses on top of a lot of other things. Oh, Naders, I didn't know you remodel houses. That's rad. I um I don't know anything about remodeling houses. Weight of changing what has worked. Twenty years of hatred. Sold a hundred million records. Jesus. Now look at it. Why does he eat like that? Why does he eat like that? <laughs> Why does he do that? <laughs> He is. He's a mouth breather, bro. James get heated about his drummer. Okay, we. I'm sure I'm gonna get DMCA. This is actually a a pretty well known documentary on the band uh, Dragging Knuckle, dude. His fucking drum fills are knuckle knuckle dragging, man. Like he is not a great drummer. Again, he can go. He's like he can do those things, but he is not he's not a great drummer. Like he's not like this this uh standout drummer who's inspired the youth, right? Like it no no one is inspired by this guy. And then to see his personality like this movie really did ruin Metallica for me. It it came out around 2004 and it just shit all over my my I just ugh. I still love Metallica. I still fuck. Obey your master, master, master of puppets are pulling your strings. Like that shit's dope. I love that. But goddamn, they are just like the most California douche waters. Um, <laughs> also, uh, uh, Lars is not from California. I think he's from the. I think where is he Dutch or something? He's from the Netherlands. I don't know. He got nothing on Dev Leppard. <laughs> Yo, Dev Leppard, Def Leppard's drummer. Uh, we should we should just check that out. I, I agree. You you're absolutely right, Naders, because he's not a fucking twat bag. First of all, 
and he is a, uh, and he like created a whole system for himself. Hold on, we'll bring it. Like his one, he's the one arm wonder, right? But he has like those trigger pedals, Def Leppard, um, drum setup. Uh, let's see him. Okay, here you go. He's one of the best drummers in the world. I don't know about Rick that. Allen but... of Def Leppard getting there took some incredible resilience after he lost. But I, I would say he's one of the most accident. fucking tenacious drummers out there. I, I mean, even before he was, well, he lost his arm. He wasn't the best drummer out there. But we visited Rick and his family. Selling rock bands. Come on, bitch. Let's get to the good stuff. Instead of this Here we go. snare drum, it would be, say, Tom Watt. Just so your left arm would do. Absolutely what it Lauren at their California this home. Dope. In their recording studio, Rick shows us his drum kit and how the technology allowed him to sound like he did before the crash. The foot pedals sort of mimic what your left arm would do. Absolutely what it does. Instead of this being a snare drum, it would be, say, Tom Watt. Just so, let's see, I'm playing, you know. Wow. So I can actually go here instead of having to reach all the way over here. Jeez. Playing, Rick says, is almost a meditative experience. Okay. He's happy on the drums. He had to relearn that shit, man. jam with a journalist. That's great. I, I, I told you he's a real player. He's a okay, real player. Cool. Right next to Rick's recording studio is his art studio. Going close and it's like, what is that? Rick loved art as a child. Whoa. He showed us this picture he made for his mom when Two he was mummy. five. Now he paints a lot. I started out with, you know, telephone boxes and, you know, you see the buses here and just all those iconic uh, things that everybody associates with. England or London. Yeah, yeah well, it's a bit of a giveaway. <laughs> Rick paints from the heart. His youngest daughter on a swing, a butterfly off in the distance. That's really there good. Are spiritual pieces too, and other rock legends. Oh His shit, Prince! Recent, a tribute to late Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts. Uh, one of Rick's R.I.P. Charlie. Poignantly, his right hand. I nearly lost this one as well. So for me, it's just a reminder of everything that I went through. And everything that I put this poor old hand through uh, on, a, on a daily basis. Rick's art sold at Wentworth Gallery, owned by Christian O'Mahony. The impact that it can have on people because of the similarity that he has with people that have suffered that type of trauma, uh, he really sees it as a blessing. Depending on the Jimmy? size of a piece, Christian says collectors are paying up to tens of thousands of dollars. Rick began donating part of the proceeds to the Wounded Warrior Project after a visit to Walter Reed Medical Center in 2006. Wow. I was so taken by the, 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 whole, the whole thing, the whole visit, and how much people looked up to me and what, what I'd done. Well, I mean, you got, I, I can only imagine, man, like, that would suck my asshole. Like, to have, I think I would just quit. I think... I don't think I would have the tenacity. Uh, I, I I don't know if I would sit there and be like, learn how to drum with my foot. And I, I just would be like, well, I'm not doing that anymore. But yes, Nader, you're absolutely right. The He is a, a way better drummer than, than Lars Ulrich. So 
why am I shitting on Metallica so much? Why why is this happening? Um, because they have, which I mean, I'd love to see a, um, I'd love to see a a new um, updated documentary on them and see how how they get along now, now that they're like old men. I mean, because back in two thousand four, they were still you know they weren't young, but they weren't. Uh, but they weren't like this, you know, now they're like, literally, they're all old men, and his name's not Jason Trujillo, it's Rob uh, Trujillo, the bassist, uh, so, I mean, I just want to see if they're still, it's kind of stock, bruh, it's a little stock, <laughs> fucking asshole, uh, Metallica's, uh, Metallica he announced huge tour, new album, 72 seasons, share video for new song, watch, we won't be watching that, but Metallica are back. I always got that. I never got that. I guess it's always like Metallica are back. That doesn't make sense to me. I want to say Metallica is back, but Metallica is a entity con that contains several people in it. So you use are. I, I don't. Okay, Meta we speak English good. Uh, Metallica are back. A, a new album and tour are coming in 2023. And today they've shared a song called Lux Eterna, uh, produced by Greg Fiel Fid Fiddleman. Fiddleman, James Hetfield, Lars Ulrich, and Lars Ulrich. The album 72 Seasons arrives April 14th next year. Tour dates kick off in Europe the same month before a string of North American shows later in the year. Extra stints are scheduled for Europe and America in 2024. Uh, check out the itinerary as well as the Tim whatever directed video for Luxatana uh, and the album track list below. Uh, that Metallica is they, the, the <laughs> <laughs> Metallica is non-binary, all right? Don't put them in a fucking pigeonhole. Fucking bigots. <laughs> all right. Um, the tour includes two shows in each city visited and the band promises the completely different set list uh, and support lineups at each. Wow. So they are scheduling different supports and doing different set lists every night. That's the <laughs> kisses. Um, the the that that's actually pretty cool. I, I will give it to Metallica because there's a lot of bands and a lot of acts out there. Aw, bromance. Aw, uh, <laughs> <aw>, you guys. <laughs> uh, there, there's a lot of acts out there that just, they get their set list, they get their, you know, it's the same show every night, every night, every night, every night. Which, you know, is not a bad thing. It's just it's it's just a way to do things. A lot of times when bands and acts actually do that, it's because they have like a program set list. There's lots of lighting cues, uh, lots of things that are automated that they that they're sort of uh, you know reacting to and performing with. So it, it's it, it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> I like it when you watch. Um, so it makes sense that, but but for a band like Metallica to kind of go out there, have a different set list, and to have a, a, a different supporting act each show, 
I, that says a lot. That's a lot of work that they're, I mean, they have to do some of the work, but I mean, no one, they're not booking those gigs and making that happen. Uh, they have tons of people who they hire to do that, which, you know, they, they can, they're fucking Metallica. Look, I'm shitting on Metallica, but I, in my heart of hearts, I love Metallica. So it, it's fine. I just, I got to shit on them. I got to shit on spoiled little fucking rock stars who are so fucking, they're so, they act so precious. Like, get the fuck out of here. You fucking, you fucking wrote, kill them all. You, you sons of bitches. God damn it. Uh, 72 seasons, the first 18 years of our lives that form our true or false selves. The concept that we were told, who are we, by our parents. A possible pigeonholing around what kind of personality we are. I think the most interesting part of this is the continued study of those core beliefs and how it affects our perception of the world today. Much of our adult experience is reenactment or reaction to these childhood experiences, prisoners of childhood or breaking free of those bondages we carry. The fuck is this? God damn it. Shut the fuck up. Whoever wrote that. Like Rage Against the Machine, bending the knee to the machine. God damn it. That was such... Yeah, yeah, totally. It's just bond, bond, bond. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, 72 seasons arise more than six years after its predecessor, Hardwired to Self-Destruct. Uh, since then, they have reissued some classics, released a second live album with the San Francisco Symphony, commissioned a covers album, featuring the likes of Phoebe Bridges and Kamasi Washington and broached the Billboard songs chat with chart with Master Puppets after prominent Stranger Things place, placement. Which, I gotta say, that fucking scene, if you guys like Stranger Things, that scene is fucking dope. When, when Homeboy's on top of his trailer in the Upside Down fucking just slaying. Which, he actually learned how to play that song for the show. Or maybe he just knew it. I don't know. In any case, he fucking slayed. That was a great scene. Great scene. Um, and we're not going to watch the video. It's not worth it. I do want to hear it, though. I, I mean, I'm curious, you know. Uh, so here's the track list, which... You must burn! Screaming suicide. <laughs> what the fuck? Sleep, sleepwalk my life away. Room of mirrors. Um, crown of barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> crown of barbed wire tattoo that's what that's what all right uh book signature controversy what what did bob dylan do with book signature controversy oh and here's the oh this is a pretty good uh this is a pretty solid uh um tour man uh, it's a two-year tour so that's crazy um, they're coming to Detroit. I would actually go and see them because I've never seen them before. Um, and, uh, I would go see them. I would like to see how these old farts get down. Um, and then they're in Seattle, Mexico City. Yeah. Oh, shit. Look, this is who's going to be opening up for them. Um, the Architects, Mammoth, Five Finger Death Punch, sick. Ice Nine Kills, Pantera. How, how are they going to do Pantera? How is Pantera still a band? Like, how, do, how are they allowed to exist as Pantera? 
Like that's, I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Dimebag and fucking Vinnie Paul, they're both, they're both gone now. Like that's not Pantera. I mean, I, I think, I think, I think, um, I think the best, the band that handled change the best was the dead. I think they handled it the best because after Jerry died, they knew, they knew it. Everyone loved Jer Bear, right? Everyone fucking had a big old boner for Jer Bear. Uh, and and the uh, the fact that fucking he died, they knew that that changed the whole trajectory of the band, the whole sound of the band, and they decided to change the band's name. They after the Grateful Dead, uh, after Jerry Garcia died, uh, they changed the name their name to the other ones, and then they've had just different amalgamations after that. Um, uh, like they they've had like further. Uh, what was uh, uh, the other ones? I think it was the other ones. Um, I think I just said that, didn't I? Uh, yeah, because th- they thought it was funny, right? Like the, the other ones, <laughs> Cherry's gone. We're the other ones, um, which is very. I, I love that the self awareness of the band and and you know the lore that comes with it. I mean, they just have such a interesting um, story. It's just. Long, strange trip, man. Uh, Greta Van Fleet or uh, uh, Led Zeppelin 2.0 is going to be opening up for them. I, I can't believe Pantera is still a fucking thing. That is just, it just bothers me. It bothers me, okay? It bothers me that Pantera is still a band. Fucking do like the dead. Just change the band. Just change the band name and it's something else. And you could still, I mean, they're trying to make money on the thing, but damn, without Dimebag or Vinny, like it's just the bassist and Phil, which I know Phil's the, is the fucking, is the, the, the star of the show in some senses. And I mean, that was what was so cool about these, uh, these metal bands is that the guitars, the lead guitars could be. Uh, if bigger, uh, like is big, if not bigger than the singer, and or more important, and Dimebag Daryl had such a unique uh, sensibility on the guitar. He really did transcend the guitar and and did amazing things with the floating bridge, the Floyd Rose floating bridge. Um, man, he really fucking murdered it. So I don't know how or why they feel like they should be on the on tour with Metallica with just the fucking asshole basis and drunk ass crackhead.